yellow and the other one was red. But I, I liked the yellow one, you know. Until they took it away, they said, you've been sitting in that every day for hours and hours, for years. And your ass has made an ass print in it that we can't just wipe away with our cleanser spray. And so they had to get rid of it. They said it it wouldn't even like uh, break up in the trash compactor because my ass print, my ass, like, compacted, it made a compression of the materials the stool was made of, and they said then they tried to burn it, and uh, the compression started to decompress, and I guess it was, you know, over eight hours a day, every day, week after week, decade after decade, I'm sitting in that yellow vinyl chair, high top chair, at the slots in Vegas, farting in there. There must be a million farts in there, so that fart gas got compressed. And then when they was trying to burn it, the farts released and exploded and put out the fire. And then they said, you know, we just abandoned it in a dump, so it's sitting somewhere in a dump with my name on it. Glennis chair, and that's when they gave me this uh, impossible to destroy, that's what they called it. OTD, or no, ITD, I'm, I've been up all night doing this show. I said goodnight last night, but then they never signed me off, so I thought, responsible and carry it through until the crew comes back you know you guys listening I'm your number one caller I'm still talking I'm I'm still here talking about my stool that I sat in for my high top stool not the medical term for my shit you guys gonna call in or what oh my god Glenda I'm here why are you on the show before all the uh, rest of us? Uh, I don't understand never. this, how you got on without yeah. us, because I usually yeah. have to push the button, or Jonathan, or someone pushes the button. Johnny? Johnny? Did you push the button? I don't know how you're still here, Glenda. Sorry, I, I, got, I never left. That's why I'm still oh here. Oh, my God. You know, I'm bringing all new meaning to you. <laughs> I'm still here. You are Glenda. Oh my god, you guys, I got the call. Uh, am I late for no, the show? No. It's like, what's happening? I've never been late. Glenn, we all left the show last night, but Glenda stayed on the line, and she never got off the phone. And so the transmitter for the radio station's just been transmitting all night long. I don't know, Glenda. Oh my god, we'll have to check the archives and see what you said, because... Glenda, you're the caller, you're not the host. So I don't know yeah. if now you've become a liability or not. Oh, I, I don't. Oh my goodness, I was here, I was here. What's happening? Oh, Glenda was all night. I'm so late. I turned my biblical device okay. on. The sun is out and everything. It's not on the fridge. Mm -hmm. I don't need it anymore. I've turned it as late. No, you're not late. You're uh -uh. still lost, but you're not late. I'm None not of us late. are late. Glenda was on all night. Her is not lost. Yeah. I'm right here. I know where I am. Well, she was talking on the phone in Pernit's house. And did we give Glenda a show overnight? No, no offense, Glenda, but you're yeah. not on the contract with Tinky Doodoo and Kaka through yeah. the bank of Panama. Oh, nice my God. I didn't say that. Oh, my God. Say Jesus. Say Jesus. Yeah, 
Yeah, just please don't call in, Mr. Steinberg. We've got it covered. Um, use the kill right. button, Pastor Man. Yeah, I don't have a kill button here, you know. No, Glenda. I just didn't feel right about hanging up because no one signed me off or anything Look, Glenda, like that. I think you're so tired and delusional. We've never uh, signed you off. You've always just hung up. So good, good night, guys. Yeah, and then you hang up and go watch the love boat, do your evening load, and then you go to bed. I presume you go to bed. Well, I... I mean, that's like midnight or 1 a.m., Glenda. Right. You do go to bed, don't you? Oh, honey, grow up. I haven't been to bed since 1974. <sighs> you know, that's the last time that Cher actually ate something. <laughs> I wanted to see her in Vegas, but I didn't. Well, Glenda, are you sleep-deprived, like, now or for decades? That's right. Don't you go to bed? See, I don't think we should be giving a show to someone who never sleeps, because that is anti-competition, and there's something fraud and rico about this racketeering situation here. This is not capitalism. This is fascism giving Glenda more hours than per Oh, my God, you guys. No, I just didn't get off the phone. I got lulled into, you know, false expectations. I saw that in a Reader's Digest article about psychologists who try to treat people who can't see reality. I told Sylvia, I said, Sylvia, what if we're not in reality? What if we're just like in a little bubble of a casino lifestyle? Just living it up here in our trailer. Oh, the sin of it all, Glenda. Well, Glenda, at least you're not one of those door-to-door makeup people that try to convince people to buy makeup even if they're not trans. Or a door-to-door trans trying to convince people to become trans even when they don't want to. Because we all know trans people are literally narcissists. I mean, come on. It's just all about them. Well, if they come to my door want me to twelve surgically with my pedal parts, I'm just gonna say, I'm shooting lesbian porn. You wanna join me today? I'm not a lesbian. I don't do porn, you know, but it always scares off the Jehovah's Witnesses mm-hmm. and the Scientologists. That's you know. why we don't allow the Congregation of Blessed Souls Ministries to suffer Jesus and God sending all your money, by the way, to go door-to-door anymore. We don't do that. There was too many flashers and too many people to shoot in porn. And so I said, let's not do this. Let's leave the sinners alone. You know, I think Jesus was the old normal when he said, Go where the sinners are. Now we need to go where the non-sinners are, and that's called a safe place right here in Blessed Souls Ministries, where we've got the whites, the blacks, the Asians, and the Mexicans all in their safe place, and uh, I control who gives the most money because I put the Asians in the front. The whites is off to the side where I can't see them. They's real ugly. The Mexicans are out pulling the weeds, making everything pretty with the trees and the landscaping and all kinds of things. And they got all kinds of machines like blowers and wood chippers and all kinds of things. And the blacks is up in the choir, up in, in the balcony. They can look down on everybody since that's what they like to do anyway. Yeah, that is true. Old Coley Jones is the black dude up on the hill above Sylvia and I, he literally looks down on us, and we pay rent to him. I mean, he really is, you know, the dude of the plantation. We're just his little rent slaves, little white bitches in our trailers. Of course, Sylvia has the full white deluxe models. Hers is superior. I just got a half white. But I'm moving on up to get myself a piece of the pie. 
Oh, that sounds familiar to Purdy. Was that a hit song in the 80s? Oh, my God. The 90s? No, it was the theme song to the sitcom called Different Strokes or Three's Company or the Brady Bunch, one of those. I thought it was for Password or Dynasty. I thought it was a joke that Joe Myers likes to tell when she tells the story about making pies and how her pies never turned out like as good as the neighbor's pies. And then she said, and God spoke to me and said, I never asked you to make pies. Yeah. I thought it was that joke. Well, except in her story, it wasn't pies. It was tomatoes. Oh, yeah. And the punchline is God never <laughs> asked her to grow tomatoes. Yeah. Except she says tomatoes. Tomatoes. I think that's that St. Louis Midwest accent. It thing does. Tomatoes. Potatoes, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, or like a bucket of chicken with a bucket of potato salad. Now that's what I'm talking about. I'm going on the bucket of chicken and the potato salad diet. I think it's the new Hollywood diet. I'm bringing back carbs. I've just had it with Paisley. Is that the strategy for you, this new show? You're going to take over Wendy Williams instead of saying, How you doing? You're going to say, I'm tired of carbs. I can't get over Paisley or whatever you say. You're going to have a Paisley cam and shoo that cam out of the way and never show the guest face. I still cannot get over a show that would point a camera at the guest's feet no. for the whole show <laughs> and never show their face. Oh, my God. God. I think he's been drinking too much of the tea. Honey, you need extra strength coffee. You don't know what you're talking about. And that's bullshit. Yeah, well, coffee only for him. Leave the wine mm. to Coda Hobe or Coda Bloat or mm. whatever. Her name is. It's oh, a strange name. Coda Hober with Kathy Lee Gober or something. They were named after Haute Coder and it just didn't work. I mean, my fashion and style from the French Coder shows is like Anna Wintour would kill for my Haute Coder and she won't put me on the cover of Vogue. I think it's disgusting Ugh. and unprofessional. Well, speaking of disgusting and unprofessional, you know that the Oscars is so woke they's broke. They're now down to less than 9 million viewers. They've cut out a bunch of awards he's not going to show. I always show it on the big screen, and then I have captions from the Bible that mentions what particular sin they's given an Oscar for, and they think it's good getting an Oscar, but important to point out how many sins is in that movie. And so instead of the nominees, we go over, and the sinners is... And the sinner is, and then we give him the Demon Award, and uh, so we have a parallel broadcast with them Oscars to point out how many people in Hollywood is demons and living in sin. How successful is your broadcast? Oh, I never even heard it or seen it, never heard of it. How many viewers does your show have? We've got about nine, and then this year we's looking at increasing it. To ten. Oh my God! So that's a lot. Yeah, but the Oscars have a million times well, that's more fake news than yours. Yeah. They've got nine million people, yeah. yeah. and you have nine. Right. Fake. Do you see that? I think it, the winner of the dumbass is <laughs> Pastor Man. <laughs> <laughs> Am I still on? You're still on, Glenda, but you should uh, probably hang up and go to bed. Mm-hmm. I'm not telling you what to do, but I am suggesting it. I've got a lot of suggestions, Glenda, and I think one of them is you need to hang up and go to bed. That's right. Not go to the casinos, not have a little Just shut up drinky poo nightcap, whatever. Shut up, Glenda. You're probably too acid, and you're probably of the Constitution biological composition of an alien, you know, with that acid for blood. And don't try auditioning for a Hollywood movie, Glenda, just because oh. you have alien blood. Just go to bed and sit. Yeah, this is the problem that Glenda too tired to understand. She's actually what I heard a phrase in the media called useful idiot. 
Linda, is you a useful idiot? Well, see, I read another article that said idiots don't know they stupid, so... Glenda, you probably don't know you stupid, but I got an anti-stupidity program. If you want to join that, it's a monthly subscription amount. Yeah. And then we debit it from your debit card. Do you have a debit card, Glenda? You know what? I think I'm going to bed. Good night. Oh, we should sit in a minute. Take this in. Glenda, thank you for your acknowledgement of the contract. I'm just going to take that as a yes to the verbal agreement, and it is no longer just an implied contract. That is a formalized contract, and click here and send. 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 God dang it to hell! Devices on the fridge. You know, I need to go. I'm doing classes on breatharianism. I'm learning how to become a breatharian so that I can be sustainable with not eating food, not drinking water, and therefore not going to the bathroom on anything that'll think of how sustainable we could get rid of toilets, the water in the toilets, the cleaning products for the toilets, everything that people flush down the toilet, which is basically. You know you flush stuff down the toilet that you're too tired to put in the trash can, even if the trash can is next to you. So I gotta get to my breatharian meeting. I'm trying to become the president of it so I can be on the poster with my face, my name at the top, in a font. Ugh. Good night. Oh, good morning. It's an early show. You don't know. Well, good morning. Johnny, fix that and post. See, she don't know. We need her off the air. I think she she is the right person for a shoe cam. Just put the face on her shoes, the camera on her shoes and on her face. Perny don't know what I'm saying. I don't know the strategy of this Wendy Williams show. I don't know how something can be a show if we only look at shoes and not a face. Mm-hmm. I have to go now. Goodbye. That's probably a good thing. So they're all <laughs> off the line. Are they, Johnny? He's sending me a text. Sweet. So everyone is actually off the line. This was an early morning show because we all got called in early because Glenda stayed on all night. And, um, oh, here I am explaining again. So, um, good morning. It feels weird to say good morning when I'm leaving the show. We usually say good night because we're like a late night radio show, but now we're early morning. This feels so wrong, especially in L.A., well, good night. Oh, good morning. I'm, see, I did it again. See, like in New York, I'm from New York originally, and now I live in L.A. because the climate's better, but the nightlife sucks. It's like there really is no early time in L.A. Um, you know, people say it's an early town. It's actually not a town to go out for nightlife. In New York, you could get ready and go out at 2 or 3 a.m., and it's still too early in New York to go out in New York. But in L.A., it's never early enough to go out in L.A. So that's why they do it in the morning, and I'm just so not there. (laughs) So good night. I mean, good morning. You know what I mean. (laughs) Duh.